<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, August 11, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, how you doing? I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 569 of the Biden-Harris administration, 88 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and our Patreon is BobSeskaShow.com. And, oh my God, we got like a gazillion news stories to talk about today. So here come the goth ninja. It is uh, Jody Hamilton, Spicy Jody, from the From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker. Also, David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex. His music project is called Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. We gave you another preview to your latest single, David, on uh, yesterday's interview show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. We. Oh, my God. Yesterday's show. If you haven't listened to yesterday's interview show, you got to go back and check it out. I talked to uh, Andy Parker, who is the founder of a new pack called Andy's Fight. Now, you might not recognize Andy's name, but you probably recognize what happened to his daughter. And it was back in 2015, around this time, I think it was late August, when his daughter was doing a live newscast for local news in Roanoke, Virginia, and oh. she was shot and killed on live television. Oh, man. And so now Andy has started this pack in order to uh, raise money for candidates who support gun safety laws and also reforming uh, social media. He calls it Guns and Google. That's kind of his platform on all of this. And uh, he was trying to run for Congress earlier, and the whole story of not only his daughter, but also his attempt to run for Congress in, I believe it was the Virginia 5th, compelling stuff, emotional conversation. Holy shit. Go back. Don't stop the show right now. Don't interrupt what we're doing right now. But after you're done listening to today's show, go back and listen to uh, Wednesday's show. You, you won't regret it. Okay. Goth Ninjas. Where the fuck do we begin? Obviously, all of this uh, we're at war now rhetoric, all the eliminationist rhetoric from all these whining diaper babies on the red hat side. I mean, everyone from Steven Crowder to Marjorie Taylor Greene to Mark Levin. It's just war. We're declaring it's war now. And naturally, with all of that comes a guy who went in with an AR-15 into a FBI field office in Cincinnati, fired a nail gun at law enforcement personnel. The guy then uh, held up an AR-15 style rifle before fleeing in a vehicle. This is according to uh, Ken Delanian. 
So this is the sort of thing that's going to happen. We've talked about this for years and years and years. People tend to follow their leaders. And when their leaders say, hey, you know what? You know how we solve problems? We shoot the problems. That's what we do. You don't like Obamacare? You don't like the Affordable (laughs) Care Act? Shoot it. You don't like the tax code? Shoot it. Video after video. Most recently from Eric Greitens and whoever the guy is running against Mark Kelly. Of all people, we talked about this on on the show yesterday with uh, Andy Parker about how the guy who's running against Mark Kelly in Arizona did a commercial, did a video in which he shoots Democratic leadership. This we're talking about Mark Kelly, whose wife is permanently disabled after being shot in the head. Yep. Here we go again. I want to be cautious about this because this is not quote unquote, a war. This is not civil war. A lot of people freaking out, rending their garments, heads exploding left and right. I got the heads. This is the Dan Bongino head explosion. Ew, Bob. Ew, Bob. Yeah, it's this stuff. It's in my hair now. It's like, it's really (laughs) visceral and wet. Intern. It tastes like cranberry sauce. Is there an intern to clean this up? Oh my God. There goes another one. Again. Did you give us parkas next time or something? I know. Slickers. It's like, yeah, it's like like going to a front row at a Gallagher show. I was just going to say a Gallagher show. Exactly. Whoop, wait, another one, another one. You know what? I think that was Mark Levin. And this one's strawberry. Speaking of Gallagher, his head actually does look like a melon. So that makes sense. But heads exploding all over the place. So naturally, someone's going to go and act upon that kind of rhetoric. And what we've heard um, right before we started the show today is, according to New York Times, some senior Republicans have been quietly warned by Trump allies not to continue to be so aggressive in criticizing the DOJ and the FBI, because it is possible that more damaging information about Mr. Trump related to the Mar-a-Lago search will become public. Oh, you think? Yes. That, of course, is the smart take. That is the obvious take. They're way out, as the saying goes, they're way out over their skis. They have no idea what Donald Trump could be charged with. I mean, this could end up being a $2,000 fine and he's sent on his way. That's possible. It could also be, and I'm just speculating, it could also be that he's trying to sell those documents to Saudis or whatever. I mean, at the very least, preserving classified documents for his own edification, which, by the way, were stored in a closet in Mar-a-Lago, and the feds had to instruct him to put another lock on the door. It's like, hey, Republicans, you might need the FBI someday. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, let's just like, well, let's just break shit, you know? And it's like, no, guys, I mean. <sighs> yeah. Well, again, it's the, the typical reaction you see from children. When they mm-hmm. start losing a game of Monopoly, they throw the game board across the room. Or in more modern parlance, when they're losing a video game, they're playing Mortal Kombat and they start losing, fuck it, chuck that game controller across the room, shatter it and storm off. That's exactly what the Republicans, that's how they're reacting to this news. So you get this guy, according to WLWT in Cincinnati, a pursuit and ongoing police situation in Clinton County has shut down two highways, prompted an area lockdown on Thursday, It all started after a potential threat was made at an FBI building in Cincinnati. According to FBI Cincinnati, it started around 9 a.m. today when a person showed up to the office in Kenwood and attempted to breach the visitor screening facility. 
An alarm went off and FBI agents responded before the subject fled north onto I-71, leading Ohio State Highway Patrol on a pursuit into Clinton County. I-71 is closed between State Route 73 and 68 in both directions until further notice. State Route 73 is also shut down in both directions. Hey, law and order. How about that shit? Between yeah. Mitchell Road and I heard and he State was Road. firing on police from a cornfield. And I was like, is yeah. it Jebediah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, that seems like Trump's following caliber folks. Yeah, Malachi is out there. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. A lockdown is in effect for all buildings within a one-mile radius of Smith Road and Center Road, according to Clinton County EMA. Residents and businesses are also asked to lock their doors. So there you go. A lawful search warrant is executed against a former president, you know, because we have the rule of law in this country. And what the rule of law means is that the law is above everything else. The law rules. That's what that statement means. It doesn't come secondary to former President Trump. It doesn't come secondary to uh, Dan Bongino's head exploding. Oops, sorry. Every time I say it, I get a little bit on me. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, We're going to have to disinfect the entire room. So I'm not sure what that guy's got. I gotta just for one brief second. I sure. watched Margie Sporkfoot's video about this. <laughs> Was it the one and where it looks like, like she's in like a uh, mobile home or something with like wood paneling behind her? Like it's like a uh, ISIS hostage yeah, video. Yeah. It looks a little darker than normal. But she <laughs> she kept saying um, that the president was up in New York in bed minister. Oh yeah, minister? bed minister. Bed minister. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like Jesus Christ, you are so fucking dumb. You just you can't even make a two minute video without a major mental typo. Like it just yeah. it kills me that she like is that careless and superficial, and that like her grasp of reality is that tenuous. Yeah. That yeah. like peach tree dish and bed right. minister, and it's just like Jesus Christ, woman, your brain is like a car with square wheels, <laughs> just like lurching along, you know, like. Yeah. Well, you guys, there's some breaking news. Merrick Garland's going to make it a. Uh, he's going to speak to us at 11:30 Pacific, 2:30 Eastern. He's okay. Gonna, uh, so 2:30. Clarify Eastern. things, probably. So. Yes. So if he says so right something. Right after we get done with the first part of the show. Yes, right. exactly. This will happen maybe in the final minutes of the show. Maybe during the shadow docket, we don't know. Maybe. We don't know. <laughs> we could just, just letting do you know that AG just announced it that that um, he's scheduled to speak, probably to say, "I'm not going to talk about this shit." But you know, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the smart thing to do. That's the wise thing to do. And in fact, what it does is it helps have, to protect Donald Trump himself. Exactly. You know, because if Donald Trump wanted all of that information released. He could release it. He's got an inventory, yep. apparently, yep. of the stuff that was seized. He could he could send that out. Maybe Garland's going to announce charges. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, I don't I think don't he will just yet, but... Um, I think I just got hard. Because I think it's too <laughs> close to an election. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I think it's too close, even though technically Donald's not on the ballot. I think it's still yeah. too close to an election. But um, it's August. It's not even August fifteenth. I know. I know that's usually sixty days. But he might be more cautious, which I do think he is. I think what he's just going to say is, "Look, if if the ex president would like to release what we gave him in a search warrant, he's free to do that." You know, I went back and, and looked at that memo, and I couldn't tell if it was sixty days or ninety days. I hear some people I think saying it's ninety 60 days. days. That's I what think I it's thought. 60. Yeah. I think it's 60, but I think he's being overly cautious, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, and also, what he can say is, 
I don't. I don't. I think it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I do, unless it's like somebody commits murder, then that's completely. But different. see, they usually execute a search warrant right before the charges are brought. Like it's like they've drawn up the charges, they've created the chain of evidence. Oh and yeah. they just need to get their hands on the material evidence. Right. Right. Please don't I mean, let, let me have this for an hour. Jerry, it's possible. On. I'm sorry, <laughs> David. I don't want to fuck you up. But the other thing that that is getting on my nerves, people complaining about that quote, his lawyers were not allowed to be in the room. You're not allowed to be in the room when your home is being searched. They escort you out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't be anywhere near a search, let alone your lawyer. Your lawyer can be present with you to tell you to shut the fuck up. And they look at the search warrant to make sure that what's being taken is and where they're looking is the is accurate. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you're you not allowed to, to be anywhere. Yeah. You can't even be any – yeah, you got to be out of the area mm-hmm. um, so that they can conduct their search without you trying to – perhaps hide something when somebody's not looking. Yeah, that's the thing, Jody, because they're complaining about how unfairly Donald Trump has been treated with it. Donald Trump has been treated more fairly with this uh, search than many, many other people that have had search warrants applied against them. And by the way, speaking of that, there have been, let's see, in 2021 alone, there were more than 19,000 search warrants approved by federal judges against regular Americans. So this does happen to other to people. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's not, they're saying, well, if they can do this to President Trump, they can do this to you, too. Well, you well, know, what? if I were a criminal, I would expect them to. Exactly. You know, if I was keeping classified documents in a closet there, I would expect the FBI to raid my Palm Beach Country Club uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Right. So um, he has been treated more fairly than anyone else. He's been treated more fairly than Jeffrey Clark. Remember yeah. Je- when Who's Jeffrey in his underwear? Jeffrey Clark had to wait in his driveway in his underpants yeah. while the FBI raided his house in a pre-dawn raid. That's how these things normally go. That's how it went with Michael Cohen. That's how it went with Paul Manafort. That's how it went with Roger Stone. And oh my God, let's all you know collapse on our fainting couches because they casually went in there at 9.30 in the morning when Donald Trump wasn't even home and went in and claimed property that belongs to the government. Yep. I mean... And I, I feel like, you know, the government also, I mean, but the FBI was, the way that, you know, to have a search warrant executed, there's like, has to be like an imminent threat of further crime, right? right? Yeah. I think that Trump is in New York right now, like shopping things around to people to get more money, like, and because his, you know, for legal fees and shit. And he's probably got like, you know, lists of who our informants are from inside the House of Saud mm. or like who's our source in the Kremlin. Yeah. And these are the kinds of things that if exposed or, you know, put out on the, you know, black market or sold to, you know, foreign actors could kill people and could cripple our ability to gather intelligence. Yeah. And I wish that the prosecutor, maybe, and maybe, you know, Merrick Garland today will be coloring that in a little bit more mm-hmm. so people understand the kind of thing that we're talking about. Yeah. But also, I mean, Trump always – he takes advantage of the fact that agencies like, the, you know, Robert Mueller or various – they won't comment on pending investigations. And so he fills up the, the silence, the intervening news space mm-hmm. with garbage. Yeah. And, so, and that becomes the prevailing narrative because it's the only narrative because the Department of Justice – 
isn't talking. Yeah. And I wonder if to part of what, you know, Merrick Garland may today just be, like, coming out to say, I'm not going to tell you anything, but that fills up more new Like, it takes up the news blocks. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, it's almost like building sandbags or something mm-hmm. against yeah. the tide of bullshit that's going to come out of Trump's mouth. Well, that's just the thing. That's his M.O. for years, trying to commandeer the news cycle just by blurting some crazy shit onto Troth Central or whatever. I mean, that's what he does. And in that way, he's able to control the narrative. But Stephanie Miller had a great point on her show this morning. And I'm getting this uh, secondhand through Scott Six on Twitter. But she said if a Democrat's house was raided by the FBI executing a search warrant, media wouldn't in a million years or 10 million years say it was a political win for them. I know. That's I mean, that's astonishing. It's like, oh my God, this is a huge political win for the Republicans whose standard bearer just got raided by the FBI and not for the first time, but actually for the second time because that's the other thing we learned today. Yeah. They served a subpoena and seized documents from Mar-a-Lago back in June, according to CNN. So this is not the first time they've gone into Mar-a-Lago and seized documents from Donald Trump. Classified national security documents we're talking about here. I also love this frantic thing that's going on about who's the informant. Because, you know, somebody had intimate knowledge of where these documents were. That they were able to go, you know. And that's like the new – go ahead. According to Mick Mulvaney, only six people knew about the safe. Interesting. So it had to have been some sort of insider. I know Rick Wilson is speculating that Jared Kushner is aware of that stuff. I think it's Jared and or Ivanka. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone on the inside. Because they want to cut ties with that man as soon as they can. You know, it could also be just some minimum wage earning uh, bellhop or something like that who has access, who has keys to all those things. I mean, custodians have keys to every lock. That's just a standard operating procedure. So it could be any number of people, but... Yeah, I mean, it's his fucking country club. They even broke into my safe. It's like, dude, <laughs> where do you think they're going to go for the for the dope shit? You yeah, know, like, yeah. where are they going to look? Right. And they're going to look at the fucking safe for the important stuff. I mean, I just... Well, how does he think this works exactly? Uh, uh, like, well, he's counting on his fanboys not understanding or not caring how the system actually works. That's the scam. That's the game they're playing. You know, when you got 74 million people who are willingly accepting the word of a known con man who has operated his con for the last five decades in New York City. Uh, then you can tell them anything, and they're going to believe it. That's the advantage Donald Trump has with his base. They will believe anything he says. They think he is 1,000% honest. He always tells the truth, which is hilarious to me and shows how dumb they really, really are. God, the fucking suckers. We need a better (laughs) nickname for them than Red Hats or Trumpers or whatever. We need something that implies what fucking reliable dupes they are. Yeah. Just like how unbelievably easy to fool. They will believe anything that comes out of that, you know, <laughs> yeah. orange-faced, girdle-wearing, high-heeled, wig-headed <laughs> piece of lying trash. And it's just like, guys, yeah. wake up. Yeah. So, well, we'll take some suggestions in the comments on Patreon. If you have any ideas for something to uh, fully emphasize the suckerism that is happening. That would be helpful. So Steve Ducey, amazingly enough, on today's Fox and Friends, was the voice of reason. I couldn't believe yeah. this. <laughs> they had Steve Scalise, Congressman Steve Scalise on the show, who was doing the same song and dance, the same bullshit that we were just talking about, about 
planted evidence and FBI overreach and all the rest of it. And so here is uh, Steve Ducey actually disagreeing with uh, Steve Scalise over all of these talking points. This is an amazing thing to listen to. There are a number of people online and elsewhere who are demonizing the FBI and some Republicans. Paul Gosselaar, a Republican in your caucus from Arizona, said we must destroy the FBI. Yeah, I think he meant Gosar. But, yeah. you know, it's Ducey. We must save America. I stand with Donald Trump. Marjorie Taylor Greene says, defend the FBI. I'm just curious, whatever happened to the Republican Party backing the blue, <laughs> and in particular, the 35 <laughs> members of law enforcement, federal law enforcement at the FBI? Yeah, and frankly, we're, we're very strong in supporters of law enforcement, and it concerns everybody if you see some agents go rogue, and if you see an agency that doesn't have the right checks and balances at the top. Oh my God. See, normally I would jump in and say, what evidence do you have of agents going rogue? However... I mealy don't need mouth, to. mouth, mealy, mealy, mealy mouth, mouth, <laughs> mealy, mealy mouth. <laughs> However, we don't need to do that because for some reason, Steve Ducey took his truth pills today. This is coming Steve, from the Steve, who, who went rogue? Who went rogue? They were following a search warrant. We want to find that out. We want to find that out. And that's why we're asking these questions. Because, you know, there were reports yesterday that Merrick Garland said he didn't even know about this raid. I don't know if anybody... So, so he just says... We want to make sure there are no rogue agents, right? And right. Impl implying that there are rogue agents. And then Steve Ducey challenges him on that. And he says, well, we <laughs> want to find out. Well, you just said there were rogue agents. And when you're challenged on the evidence for that, you, you don't respond to the challenge on the evidence. You just say, well, we're trying to find out. Then shut your fucking mouth about rogue agents then. Because all you're doing is inciting your mob to do it's what happened in Cincinnati today. Yeah. Good God. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. Just asking questions. Right. He believes that, but he should be asked under oath if he knew about the raid prior to it happening. Uh, he hasn't answered that question. Why hasn't he held a press conference? Why won't President right. Biden talk about this to and, the press? And is it related to Scott Perry? That is deafening right now, that silence. And is it related to Scott Perry having his uh, phone taken away by FBI agents who came to his house and said, just give it to me? Uh, uh, where, where That's he was right. located. They just took his phone. On a vacation. Right. All right, so the big thing you were yeah, referring to. These are all things that are concerning. And oh, by the way, then they want to add 87,000 more IRS agents. Uh, at that this is uh, a big whopper lie. These are not 87,000 IRS agents, quote unquote. These are not auditors they're adding. Right. We talked about this with Buzz on Tuesday. Mm. What they're hiring are workers at the right. IRS, staffers, people, yeah. you know, push papers. And we're not talking about an army of IRS auditors who are going to fan out into neighborhoods. This is, you know what they're doing? They're recycling the same attack they used over the uh, individual mandate in the Affordable Care Act. As soon as that got out, as soon as word of that, oh, yes, we have to make sure everyone buys insurance in order for this uh, legislation to work. It was like, oh, my God. Barack Obama's IRS agents are going to fan out into white suburbia and force you to get private health insurance. And holy God, this is going to happen. The IRS has been has been underfunded for years. Yeah. And that's why we're not getting the people that are actually not paying their taxes right. on purpose and are doing things that are untoward. Whereas the average person that files their normal, you know, 1040 they're not getting popped. They're just not. It's no, not worth no. the. And by the way, when it is somebody like, say, like a, a Jeff Bezos, who's probably doing everything legally, mind you, because mm -hmm. he's got enough lawyers to do it right. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have to assign 20 people for his tax return. Yeah. 
well, versus this- one person for somebody like me. Oh, sure. You know? yeah. And and that's what they're that's part of the reason they're hiring more people is also for auditing, but they're not gonna audit the average human being because the average human being is doing their job and paying their fucking taxes. Sure. It's it's really super wealthy people. My dad said, he goes, You know you've made it when you start getting audited. <laughs> right. Well, this is also hiring. Why is this- the FBI taking away Steve Perry's phone? Steve Perry's? <laughs> he Did wants he to hear all the songs. Yes. They want to hear all of his new songs that he hasn't released yet. That's right. They're pissed off at that single, Oh Sherry, after he That's left it. Journey exactly. and how it became I a just, huge hit without Journey. Simply, yeah. He stopped believing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has to do with the, I think this has to do with the, uh, the election and the fake electors scheme is why uh, yeah. with Scott Perry, because they also seized a bunch of, uh, phones from other Pennsylvania lawmakers in the right. same sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's totally separate. That's yeah. not national archives. That's January 6th. Oh yeah. That's yeah. fake electors. That's a <laughs> right. whole different creature. I think it's a totally different like strand of investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is uh, the story we're talking about here. According to Penn live Patriot news, FBI delivers subpoenas to several PA Republican lawmakers. According to sources, federal investigators delivered subpoenas or paid visits to several house and Senate Republican offices in the Pennsylvania Capitol on Tuesday and Wednesday. According to multiple sources, at least some of the individuals receiving subpoenas were told that they were not targets of an investigation. According to at least six sources reached by Penn live but that they may have information of interest to the FBI. All the sources had been briefed on the investigative motives in some way, but demanded anonymity in order to discuss them. The information being requested centered around uh, U.S. Rep. Scott Perry, RPA, and the effort to seek alternative electors as part of former President Donald Trump's effort to remain in office after the 2020 election, sources said. So there it is. It's the fake oh, electors scheme. Perry, your phone is gone. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. oh, my God. Yes, the hits keep coming. So, oh, Perry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, as you were. Oh, Perry, I love. <laughs> Yeah, so CNN reported that the FBI seized documents from Mar-a-Lago back in June. This is still related to the whole thing. And by the way, Trump let it slip on Troth Central the other day that Department of Justice asked him to put a second lock on that closet where he's storing all these materials. Are you kidding and he's like, me? Oh, and then they went in and broke the lock anyway. So what is that all about? Well, yeah, because you weren't cooperating, you weren't giving those documents back, so they felt, well, while you still have them, at least keep them secure, because we're talking about national security documents here. But they did it anyway. They went in and took the documents anyway. Yeah, idiot. You were holding documents that you weren't allowed to have access to. Just by pointing at the documents and saying they're declassified doesn't mean they're declassified. Right. And Sorry. even if they were, we have to f- keep forgetting this. The fact that they were classified makes it worse. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is whether they were classified or not, they're property of the U.S. government, of us. They're our property. Yeah. And they're not allowed to take that shit. And everybody's like complaining about the Clintons taking silverware or whatever. Either they purchased it or they returned it. Right, right. Well, and that's... Okay, so that's the thing. It's like, dude, you can't take this like, paperwork. Yeah. How would you feel if somebody told you, if it, like, let's pretend it's 2018 and you just found out that Barack and Michelle Obama took a bunch of highly sensitive confidential shit with them when they left the mm-hmm. White House. Right. How would you feel about how are they, you know, like, it just... It doesn't matter. They can't, 
uh, doesn't because they just they don't remember anything that happened more than 15 minutes ago, and that's what drives me insane. Yeah, it's yeah. just like that scene in Orwell in 1984 when they suddenly decide in the middle of the rally that we're not actually at war with East Asia, we're at war with Eurasia. What mm-hmm. it, we we've always been at war with East Asia. Um, So meantime, let's see. I guess we mentioned this already. Maggie Haberman reports that uh, Trump has an inventory of what was taken from Mar-a-Lago. Of course he does. Something that he could drop. Yeah, part of every search warrant. Along with the warrant, but he won't do it because he's a coward and he knows it will implicate him. (laughs) You know, it'll it'll stop all these people from screaming about war. And Donald Trump wants them to scream about war. He wants them to scream about planning evidence and all the rest of it which that may help him with his base it may help him to an extent with the court of public opinion that argument's not going to fly in court no no, no. you have to <laughs> yeah what Any a shocker more than Lindsay Lohan saying these aren't my pants <laughs> So uh, this was fun. CNN went down and spoke with some uh, red hat dumb stupids gathered outside Mar-a-Lago. You want to hear this? That's redundant. Yes, I know. I know. See, I guess that wouldn't work as one of our suggestions for an alternative name for the red hats. Red hat dumb stupids? stupids. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) Too many syllables. Yeah, probably. All right. Here's some red hats in Mar-a-Lago whining about their messiah. This is going to be fun. They don't want the truth. That's the bottom line. They don't want the truth. You don't think that's why they came here to Mar-a-Lago to try and find out the truth and recover the archives? No. They are scared to death of Donald Trump. It's just a show. It, it, this is like maybe impeachment number four here for Trump. Oh God. It's, it's impeachment number four here for Trump. Where was the third one? Can we get some yeah, sad violin music to go with this? I just, I want to, like, <laughs> I really want to soak in these tears. Yeah, oh. that, that, that's a that's a really good idea. Where's my sad violin music? Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right, let's Roll start again. Roll the tape, boys. Yeah, this is fun. Okay, here we go. They don't want the truth. That's the bottom line. They don't want the truth. You don't think that's why they came here to Mar-a-Lago to try and find out the truth and recover the archives? No. They are scared to death of Donald Trump. It's just a show. This is like maybe impeachment number four here for Trump. That's all it is. It's impeachment number four. Yes, good job, Trump supporter. Yes, (laughs) please keep telling. Please keep telling all your friends that this is the fourth time Donald Trump has been impeached. I mean, where was the third impeachment? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because there were only two impeachments. I'm just waiting for Ken Burns to intend. Like, things became increasingly desperate. I don't know. At the for, Mar-a-Lago encampment. For, Supplies <laughs> of Pamplemousse Lacroix ran perilously low. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes, well, for the Red Hats, all numbers above two are irrelevant. Because That's they true. can't count can't that Can't count to 21 with their pants on. <laughs> That's all it is. That's what I think. I mean, they didn't get it the first time, the Russian thing. They didn't get the second time, right, with Ukraine. They didn't get it the third time with January 6th. I think they're running, they know they're running out of time there. They raid a home and CNN cameras are there and some of his past people. They, They know what's going on. It's all for a show to make Trump so he cannot run again. You don't think that there was a real reason to come here? It's just a show? It's not even... Wait, wait, what was that screaming? Holy shit. Okay, I thought that was some other sound started playing. Yeah, that was weird. She's there. She was there. Yeah, okay, here we go. Is there a real reason to come here? It's just a show? It's not even think. I know there's no real reason. I know it in my heart. I know it in my spirit. He has never lied about anything. (laughs) No, yeah, that's true, yes. Oh, my God. Donald Trump has never lied about anything. 
Didn't my I God, say these that? People are so delusional. Oh my God. <sighs> Donald Trump has never, has lied, never lied about, about anything. anything and those are his real teeth. <laughs> That's right. He's got and the he's greatest He's really hair. that tall and he only weighs 200 pounds. Uh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what if Suckers. the mole is Melania? What's that? Yeah, she's like yeah. on the phone with the FBI, like, look and say if I want to go back home. You know, like, no, the we, joke no was, more bull jobs for mushroom dick. There was, a, there was a thing going around on Twitter the other day that Baron was left home alone at Mar-a-Lago and he was just playing on his Xbox. The FBI comes in, he goes, safe's there. And just kept playing. <laughs> okay. Uh, more. I no longer want to do Christmas shit. <laughs> Take him away. <laughs> we hid the boxes behind the fucking Christmas decoration in the fucking Look in safe behind Crater Viagra and Propecia. They tell us put second lock on door. We put second lock on door, but we can't get the fucking Christmas decorations and the fucking lights. Um, okay, yeah, lots more of this shit to come. But first, here's the best way to listen to the Bob Seska Show without all of these pesky commercial interruptions. Just go right now to our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. Scroll down to the link for the ultimate edition of this podcast. Now, for some reason, they've put the $15 tier behind a button that says see more levels, something yeah, like that. I noticed that it's the same with mine too. Yeah, it's really frustrating. It makes people think it doesn't exist, but it's there. You just have to click that button under the other levels to get to the ultimate edition of this podcast where you can sign up for $15 a month. And you say, oh my God, $15 a month. That's a lot of money, but here's what you're going to get in exchange for that support. In exchange, you're going to get a completely commercial-free version of the Tuesday show, the Wednesday show, the Thursday show. Plus, you're going to get the Shadow Docket show every Tuesday and Thursday. And you're also going to get the Friday After Party podcast with me and Kimberly included in that level of support. In fact, all the things that we have to offer on our Patreon page, you're going to get for just $15 per month. Plus, you're going to be supporting the show, and we thank you for that. Again, that's bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you in advance. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
That's the great Matt Jaffe. Brand new single from Matt. This is called Love and Logic. Now available wherever you get your digital music. Got a link in the description for Matt's website, where he's got links for everything. Oh, I love this song. It's a great new track. In fact, not surprising. Yeah, everything Matt does is uh, just incredible. Yep. Great Matt Jaffe. Bob Seska yeah. showed bobseska.com slash, mu- slash music to submit your stuff. Please do if you're an indep- independent recording artist, got a band, please submit your work to the show. We'd love to play it. Okay, so. Wish I had another blockbuster song to debut this week, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week's song. I think they was... have to come at least four weeks apart, like menstrual cramps. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> well, astralsummer.bandcamp.com if you want to uh, listen and download uh, David's latest track. It is uh, incredible. It's higher ground. Higher ground. It's also it's... on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Uh, yes, Newsweek. Can I just quickly also thank everybody yeah. that's already downloaded it. Thank you guys. Did you get a bunch of downloads? There was a big. Oh yeah. Oh great. Um, a whole buttload and lots of really sweet comments and stuff coming through the message service. I have not figured out how to respond to those. I, I, the app is a little bewildering. To <laughs> okay. Me, <laughs> yeah. But I will whenever I can. Uh, well, let's give it another preview. But, here, here it is. Here's a little bit oh, of Higher okay. Ground by Astral Summer. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I was going to play something silly, right? And this is really it. I love this part. I see you holding on even when you're tired of trying. I'm so happy with this beat. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> like my head still bobs when I listen to it. I'm just like, yeah. I just, mm, I wish I, you know, my, my car is a really good subwoofer and it just like, it's yeah. like, all the air in the car just kind of stiffens every time the kick drum happens because <laughs> I have it so loud. It's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, mm. the melody to this. I mean, you nailed every aspect of this this song. I want to get to the chorus. We'll play the chorus and then we'll bail out. But holy shit, this awesome. is Higher Ground by Astral Summer. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Absolutely amazing. So thank you, David. I feel like massive attack on that. Like it's just, it's, uh, it all came together in such a way. It just sounds so big and I'm, I don't know. Yeah. It's got a great hook. Like, uh, yeah. Perfect. Just perfect. Okay. So uh, Newsweek and I, before we get into this story, I want to emphasize the fact that Newsweek now is not the same Newsweek of yesteryear, Mm-mm. so to speak. No. no, Newsweek has changed hands. It's not the reputable magazine that it used to be. Now it's a, a website that is, I guess, trying to be more reputable as time goes on. But I would take this with a teeny tiny grain of salt. Uh, but this is still pretty significant, if true. They have an exclusive that an informer told the FBI what docs uh, Trump was hiding and where. So this goes back to our conversation about Barron saying, yeah, right over there. Right, that, safe right there. Yeah. <laughs> Newsweek, no longer the reputable journalistic organ that it used to be, is yeah. now seven iguanas in a jar. Well, they say, <laughs> Newsweek says they've got two sources on this. 
So if it is true that they've got two sources, then that's uh, pretty reputable. The officials. I'm telling you, it's Melania. She's done. She's like, no more (laughs) sleeping next to snorting brute. No more McDonald's smell on my clothes. I want to go back to Eastern Europe and live in splendor. So looking safe. Behind Viagra. No, there. There. Be next to diamonds and cocaine. Yes. Behind British Sudafed. That's where you find it. <laughs> um, no, if Trump's an addict, I think he is. There's never any extra those kind of drugs laying around. Yeah, yeah. Well, we like, saw it. In, we saw it a picture. He's got a drawer. He had a drawer full of British Sudafed in his office. <laughs> yeah, because it gives you that extra kick, doesn't it? Um, it's got an extra ingredient that isn't available in American Sudafed. That's the rumor that was flying around at the time. But these officials who spoke to Newsweek uh, have direct knowledge of the FBI's deliberations and were granted anonymity in order to discuss the sensitive matters. They said the raid of Donald Trump's Florida residence was deliberately timed to occur when the former president wasn't there. Can you imagine if he had been there? What do you think he would do if he had been there? I don't think he would have tried to stop them. He would have no, been. No, no, yeah, he doesn't have no, the cojones w- for that. Yeah. You yeah. don't think that he would have been pulled like a full on like baby <laughs> screaming. No, I don't think so. Because like... somebody could have caught that. Um, what if he would no. have been fresh out of the shower with his with his golem hair hanging down <laughs> yeah. like nine feet Ew, long? Ew, gross. No, no, my retina. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for that imagery. No. No. Sorry. Sorry. I know I should have distributed, uh, you know, the tarps before starting today's show. Um, Let's see. The effort to keep the raid low key failed. Instead, it prompted a furious response from GOP leaders and Trump supporters. What a spectacular backfire, says the justice official. Quote, I know that there is much speculation out there that this is political persecution, but it is really the best and the worst of the bureaucracy in action, the official says. They wanted to punctuate the fact that this was a routine law enforcement action stripped of any political overtones, and yet they got exactly the opposite. Well, naturally, no matter how on the level this was going to be, Republicans were still scream about this. There's no they had the great Italian soccer players. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you nudge them slightly and they fall over screaming for the ref and clutching <laughs> their shins. You know, it's just Yes, yes. Everything is exaggerated. <sighs> Everything is melodramatic for sure. There's no way this could have been like a surgical, like, you know, thing without any kind of like kicking and screaming and bratty overplaying it. I mean Yeah, yeah. But like I just I you know, and I see people saying, you know, is it worth the risk of a political firestorm? I'm like, hell fucking yes, it's worth the risk. What are we supposed to do? Just let them get away with it? You know what that's the risk is they'll come back and do it again. Or somebody else who's actually competent and smarter will do it. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, no, we have to the laws apply to everyone. I you know, it's just like if we don't pursue it, it's just like saying, Well, if you have enough heavily armed crazy followers, the laws don't apply. Yeah, well, I mean, you can get away with whatever. You can go shopping around the names of covert operatives in the Middle East and Russia if you want. To. Yeah, right. When the you rule know. of law, when when the law is third on the list under Donald Trump, former president, and the inchoate rage of his supporters, those as being number one and number two, then that is by definition no longer uh, a system where we have the rule of law. 
That is the rule of law taking a backseat to a couple of other things. And anyone, including Andrew Yang and everyone else who's saying this on cable news, eh, this is a big risk. I don't know. I don't know why they did this. This is going to be political. This is going to be seen as political. And this is going to be damaging for the Democrats. And all like, holy like, shit. I'm not going to take these antibiotics because it's going to hurt the germs' feelings. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. For fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. just. Uh, so, meantime, Rolling, yeah, <laughs> Ro- Rolling Stone reports that Trump is worried someone's wearing a wire. Uh, this summer, yeah, Trump has asked close that. associates if they think his communications are being monitored by the feds, per his phrasing, quote unquote, by Biden. As a source close to Trump describes it to Rolling Stone, quote, he has asked me and others, do you think our phones are tapped? Given the sheer volume of investigations going on into the former president, I do not think he's assuming anything is outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, because he's super paranoid. It's like he's got this victim complex, just like all of his followers. Yeah. I mean, it is all kind of, I love do, it's kind of like all like this sort of George Clooney perfect storm movie thing. Mm -hmm. Like there's like a front moving in from the north and a front moving in from the east. And it's like, (laughs) you know, like Tish James on one side and Atlanta on the other, Fulton County, Mm -hmm. state of Florida, FBI, District of Columbia, Southern District of New York. And it's just like. Something is going to swallow his little boat. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. And as our friend Mary Trump said on Lawrence O'Donnell's show, I believe it was Monday night, that this is the first time in a long time, maybe ever, where Donald Trump doesn't have someone to bail him out. He doesn't have Daddy to pay for his crashed car, as the U two song right. goes. There's no Fred Trump. There's no presidency. There's no pardon power. There's no Bill Barr. All people who have bailed him out of trouble. There's nothing like that. No bankruptcy law to bail him out of this. It's just him versus the Department of Justice. And he is fucking terrified. And I am so there for it. I swear, I told uh, Buzz the other day, got my uh, my lawn chair out, got my umbrella, got my cooler ready to go. I'm going to fill that fucker with popcorn. beverages, popcorn, yeah, all the rest of it. I'm going to sit outside that minimum security prison right outside the gate and laugh my ass off at Donald <laughs> Trump. Yeah. I'd like a shrimp cocktail, please. Yes, and then everyone's everyone's invited to join me. <laughs> we'll all sit outside the prison and laugh at Donald Trump. I swear to God, <laughs> that is on my bucket list. I'm going to make that a mission of mine. At some point, as soon as Donald Trump is in federal prison, probably a minimum security country club style prison, you know, because how unfair they are to Donald Trump, right? I'm going to sit there and laugh. That's something and I've laugh. thought about. Like, where are they going to put him? that his supporters are not going to be a constant security threat. Well, that's the thing. I, you know, and, and this then is... it occurred to me that Guantanamo is just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's just sitting there. There yeah. are plenty I mean, of Supermax like, prisons he could go to. I'm happy Yeah, there are places that. where, I mean, they're, you know, holding, like, major ISIS operatives and yeah. shit that are, you know, yeah. maximum lockdown, six-foot thick concrete walls yeah well you know they close mar-a-lago in the summertime because it's so goddamn oppressively hot in florida in the summer and so he bails out goes up to bedminster but can you imagine what it's like yeah bedminster uh but can you imagine what it's like at guantanamo this time of year guantanamo in august yeah but i mean not to you know douse all of our enthusiasm for this but it's possible that Donald Trump gets away with only paying a fine when it comes to this sort of thing. And, by the way, also... Well, unless there's an espionage charge. Well, yeah, that's just it. Which is what you would get for trying to shop, like, lists of uh, embedded operatives to the Chinese or the Russians or, you know... Yeah. 
But we do have to be prepared that there is a possibility that uh, he is not only going to drag this out by challenging every fucking motion that the, the feds make against him and challenging it all the way up to the Supreme Court. So this is all. And the other thing is um, Secret Service is not going to go to prison with him. So I, I don't know how likely it is then you, that Trump then will you see deputize the 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 uh, corrections officers to be Secret Service agents. I mean, it's, hey. it's a no-brainer. That's a wonderful idea. I love that. It's, it's a Why no don't we brainer. do that? Corrections officers know what they're doing. They know the protocols. Yada yada yada. Keep him safe. You know, take it. Don't let him be in general pop because he would be a target, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Or you just the one guy that needs to be there, the one Secret Service agent. What an easy gig! You're in the cell. I'm outside the cell. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Jody I mean, Hamilton yeah. for Attorney General. I swear to God, that's a <laughs> wonderful no, idea. No, 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 no. Yes. No. So, uh, <laughs> but let's see what else here in this Rolling Stone story. The source adds he's talked about this seriously in the past few months, but I know of one time when he made a joke that was something like, "Be careful what you say on the phone." <laughs> Moreover, on at least a couple of occasions since May, the former president has wondered aloud if there were any Republicans visiting the clubs who could be wearing a wire, according to another person close to Trump and a different source familiar with the matter. Yes, paranoia. Yeah. That's, like, that's, is underwired. Stop X-raying me. <laughs> this, this is what I live for. I bask in him just being so bent out of shape and so preoccupied and so flustered and stressed out by the trash compactor quickly closing in on his giant pumpkin head. I delight in him freaking out, you know, if he's got a, like a six diaper evening like he had the other night, <laughs> finding out about all this shit. Oh, man. Making Donald Trump uncomfortable is the best thing in the world to me. When you make a bully like that, when you make someone who is, whose character is so unforgivably horrifying... When someone is, who is such a monster is made uncomfortable and he's suddenly back on his heels, painted into a corner, much of that painting he's done himself, I love that. And it's When you make someone well who's never second-guessed himself in his life suddenly, like the least introspective human being on earth, <laughs> yeah. is suddenly having to watch his mouth. Yes, yes. And um, that's why he took the fifth. So let's see what else. The Guardian reported the classified materials at Mar-a-Lago raised the additional prospect that the FBI might have basis to open a counterintelligence investigation amid concerns mm -hmm. that the records could have been accessed by unauthorized individuals. I think that's obvious. I mean, who's hauling those boxes in and out? I assure you, it's not former President Donald Trump hauling those boxes. So someone had to load the boxes into the van, unload the boxes out of the van, haul the boxes into the building, into that closet. God only knows. I mean, it's been eight months since he turned over the other 15 boxes. Yep. It's been a year and a half since he left office, since he left the White House. That's a long time. God, the... Speculation is. I just think about people like Dinesh D'Souza having access to that information. <laughs> right. You know, and it makes my stomach turn. Yeah. Well, we all know how Donald Trump handles secret information. We all saw him welcome Sergey Lavrov and Kislyak into the Oval Office. We saw him reveal the details of a bombing raid in Syria to President Xi of China while President Xi of China was eating a big, beautiful chocolate cake. 
that whole thing. This is the kind of thing that Donald Trump does. He shows off and brags. So, you know, probably runs in there, grabs a handful of classified documents. Look at this. Look at these things. Look what I got. Look at all the compromise that I've gathered on other people. You know, because we have, uh, we had security clearance and we can go to anyone's FBI records. Gather that shit and make copies if we wanted to. Use that to make sure people like Lindsey Graham stay in line. And they don't retreat back to where they were when John McCain was still alive. This is all possible motives for Donald Trump keeping these documents on top of the fact that he believed throughout his presidency that while he was president, the government belonged to him and the government was there to do his bidding. The Justice Department was his you know, personal police force and personal attorneys. The White House counsel. Was I keep working. thinking about that Ronnie Jackson. Did you see the Ronnie Jackson thing where he was like, you know, he, he, he Ronnie Jackson loved looking at my body. Oh, yeah. So oh, strong. God. Oh, God, so that powerful. was so gross. It was Barf. so creepy. It was so gross. And it's just like, I, and I want to ask these fucking rednecks making $30,000 a year that love him. I'm like, dude, if this guy was sitting at the bar talking this kind of shit, yeah. 10 feet away from you, you would totally kick his ass. Like the guy that sits there and brags about how strong and powerful he is. It's like, all right, buddy, let's take it out in the parking lot. Like, I mean, he's just he's <laughs> such a fucking punk. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Ronnie Jackson, we played this on the Shadow Docket on Tuesday, but for the free show listeners, here's Ronnie Jackson on some podcast somewhere talking about eating dog penis. This was a, a real thing. Ronnie Jackson, Congressman Ronnie Jackson talking about eating a plate full of dog penis. So I can tell you what it won't be. It won't be some of the stuff I ate. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? I, just, I should set this up. He was asked what his last meal would be for some reason. I have no idea what that even... Why would you ask someone what their last meal would be? It's a yeah. weird question for someone who is... Maybe you're on a food show? I, I don't know. Maybe that's possible. Why would they have Ronnie Jackson on a food show? That's odd. I have no idea. Maybe that's, he's pushing some scam diet or something. Yeah. Like, well, take enough Provigil and eat Jello and you lose weight. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, so here's Ronnie Jackson asked what his last meal would be. I can tell you what it won't be. It won't be some of the stuff I ate on the road and uh, on the White House. It, it won't be a balut, which is a, you know, a, 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 a fertilized chicken egg they bury in the ground or a duck egg they bury in the ground for a few months. I ate one of those. I'm never doing that again. Wow. It won't be dog. It won't be dog penis when they're in Korea next time. I ate, I ate a whole plate of dog penis one time. I'm not doing that again. What? But if I had to plan it, it would probably be fried steak. Oh my god! Wouldn't be a whole plate of dog penis. spike was never the same. <laughs> At what point, when you're eating a whole plate of dog penis, are you going? Oh my God! I'm that eating- is going to be the soundbite of the century. I mean, if his political opponents have not grabbed that by now, <laughs> whole plate of dog penis, whole yeah. plate of dog penis. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, I had a whole plate of dog penis. Just like I okay, mean, initially dude. you may not realize what it is, but you get a couple of bites in, and you're like, "Wait a minute, am I am I eating dog penis? What what the fuck? Why why am I, I eating dog can't. penis? And then you stand, and then you stop, then you stop eating the dog penis at that point. Oh man, he cleared his plate. <laughs> Ronnie Jackson loves him some dog penis. You know why? Because dog penis absorbs all that alcohol in his stomach. It's like, you know, if you're if you got the munchies like was he drunk? I don't know. I I just assume that he was. So drunk he went home in blue chunks and (laughs) chunks is his pit bull. (laughs) Well, dog penis. He ate a whole plate of dog penis. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Back with more show right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Bob Seska plays more music. Shake my stones all alone, shake them for a while. Didn't like my kind of love you said. Throw my bones all around, throw them in a pile. I used to be somebody. the great George Harris, our good friend George, song called Wishing Chair. Love this track. Uh, link in the description, of course, to support George Harris, also to support Matt Jaffe, etc. BobSeska.com slash music submit. Please submit. You will submit. You will submit to Dark Brandon. I need to get some Dark Brandon. Early the whole plate of dog penis. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes. Woo, I'm sorry. I just can't let it go now. <laughs> so gross, man. I'm just imagining him as this, like, you know. Was it in a hot dog bun? Brunch. At least, you know. <laughs> in a hot dog bun. Yes, there's a whole some series of Some mustard on them. it and some <laughs> onions, maybe. Disgusting. Just so gross. Okay. So uh, let's see what else here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is David's favorite story ever, I think. I think this is, I've never Uh, heard you you laugh. For years. (laughs) It's just the tone of his voice, too. He's like not even the least proud. He's like, I had a whole plate of dog penis. It's like, dude, how many dogs have to die to make a whole plate? Is it like a German Shepherd or like a Shih Tzu? Like, you know, they mold. Depending on the size of the dog. (laughs) Uh, but it's the, not the size of the dog on the plate. It's the size of the plate in the dog. Never mind. All right, I've been I've been drinking Everclear out of a paper bag for the last hour and a half. So here, dog penis number one, dog penis number two, dog penis number three. Clearing my plate of dog penis number four. <laughs> okay, my head explodes. Uh, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dan Bongino is complaining to his uh, listeners and followers that we're laughing at them, 
And you know what? Yes, yes we, are. we are. We are. Oh, we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so Donald Trump in, invoked. Laughing around our huddled, <laughs> huddled around the get trash fire with the radioactive <laughs> snow falling on our heads as we scavenge for rats to kill and eat and the wreckage. <laughs> well, they got him down. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bongino. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, so uh, better or work, let someone have it. Uh, yesterday, I or yesterday or today in a uh, town hall, he was talking about Uvalde, of all things, and about uh, military style AR 15s and, you know, regular citizens having access to that kind of stopping power. And uh, someone started laughing at him during the. During I his got the sense this person had been doing kind of a B-roll, like just constantly reacting in inappropriate ways. Yeah, like, maybe. Because I thought I heard them before. I don't know. Yeah. Well, here, Let's Better O'Rourke, Better O'Rourke let fly in this town hall, and uh, it's awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah. Here's Beto. I'm going to make sure that now 11 weeks since we lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you can buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? Wow! Get him. The MF. Oh, my God. Drops the MF. Yeah. That's nice. He was right, too. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. That's not... What's so funny about... God damn it. It's probably like a gunsplainer in the crowd. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, well, you don't know nothing about what that rifle is. Why are you calling it military? No. Well, yeah. Then he got what he deserved. That's for sure. So, uh, meantime, Donald Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination during a deposition with the New York Attorney General's office. You know, it's serious when Trump finally shuts the fuck up, right? He f- <laughs> refuses to make things worse for himself. The, hey. Kind of amazing that he yeah. actually like took some legal advice for once. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I guess his attorneys were like, oh, fuck. Fuck. You, you know what? You can't say jack shit in this, <laughs> in this testimony, in this deposition, because you're going to screw yourself. That's exactly what's going to happen. And that's what he would have done. If he had been allowed to testify, I think they and not probably just the gave him like 800 milligrams of Thorazine, you know, <laughs> <laughs> slip it into and his diet. Totally coat. like weekend at Barney'd him through the whole thing, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like <laughs> just like moving him in the chair. Like, <laughs> uh, Trump nevertheless said he had absolutely no choice but to take the fifth during his under oath interview. Uh, Trump, Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump all agreed to each sit for sworn testimony after losing a court battle to quash the subpoenas. While it's unclear whether Ivanka or Don Jr. invoked the fifth, Eric Trump did so more than 500 times during a deposition. His name's Eric. (laughs) I take the fifth. Yeah, by the way, Cliff Schechter came up with a new nickname for Eric Trump. This week. Gummy? On Twitter. Gumbo. No, gumbo. Gumbo? Gumbo. Perfect. Gumbo. Gumbo, gumbo, gumbo. Yep, perfect. So good job, uh, Cliff Schechter. Gumbo the clown. 
And finally, we wrap up with this great news. Gas prices are now officially under $4 a gallon because of course they fucking are. This is cyclical. Gas prices go up and down all the time. And anyone who thought, it's like a goldfish who thinks that whatever's happening in that moment of time is going to go on forever. No, gas prices. a castle. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, a castle. (laughs) Ooh, a castle. (laughs) Yeah, except this time it's not a castle. It's, oh, high gas prices. I guess gas prices are going to be high forever and ever and ever. No, that's not how it they works. They should be. They really should be. I they mean, they've should been be. buying yeah, well. gas by the leader since yeah. the 80s yes. in Europe. Oh, absolutely. Like we have these, and people are so like, oh, God, the things people drive. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, you know, I was working that second job out in like by the interstate, which is 20 or 30 minutes away from my house. So I had to drive through like some Trump lovings, you know, and just the fucking ridiculous massive, like, quad cab pickups that will never see a farm in their entire, like, user history. They will be fucking, like, just... They don't even haul furniture in those because you might scratch them. It's just in the whole... And they're just, like... (laughs) And they're, like, I'm furious. It was $168 to fill my tank. And it's, like, dude, you guys are the ones that are talking about our lifestyle choices. Right. Like, okay... A diesel quad cab pickup that you do not need to haul wood or farming goods or animals is a lifestyle choice. Yes. Like that's, I mean, being gay or trans or lesbian is a an orientation. Mm-hmm. Driving a quad cab Hemi is a lifestyle choice. Well, yes. And the, you know what What gets me is because Pete Buttigieg said something about, you know, electric cars, which are becoming more and more affordable on a daily basis, by the way. And some of these trucks are costing sixty, seventy thousand dollars and they're bitching about a Tesla three or whatever, the new Mini Cooper's got a new electric one, Volvo. Mm-hmm. And they're they start at like thirty five thousand dollars. So you're driving a seventy thousand dollar gas guzzler when you could afford a thirty five thousand dollar other thing that's electric and you don't have to fucking pay for gas anymore. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, and that was the thing. This is a discussion that was being had back in the early 2000s, or I'd say the middle 2000s, when gas prices were really high. It's like, well, may, yeah, th- they should be. Th- this is something we yeah. want to disincentivize people from just sucking down the gas. Yeah. I mean, th- and that's the source of many of our problems. It was an, uh, it was a re- part of the whole reason we have the fucking like giant like Hemis and um, Hummers and just the fucking god awful shit is nine eleven. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. There were like you know Ford Explorers and stuff on the road, but it was after nine eleven. It was suddenly like, oh no, we and I just was like, how is this your response to? Oh my God, we have been fucking over in these incredibly volatile parts of the world for all this time to exploit them for energy rights. And they've hit back, so let's. Well, also, you know, the new Ford get, that's coming uh, out that's all electric starts at $40,000, which is what the wow. F 150 starts at. So if they want to have their fucking, you know, small penis vehicle, they can have <laughs> it and be electric. Yeah. Yep. That would make too much sense, though. I mean, these are the kind of people yeah. who like resent. Yeah, it's like that. It's what puts their fucking milk on their cereal in the morning. Yeah, anger and hate. They're into this roll. What is it called? Rolling coal? Is that what they do? Where they rig their coal exhaust rolling. Yeah, coal right. rolling? Where they rig their exhaust on their truck to spew out like black soot and shit like that. They deliberately do it. I remember Glenn Beck talking about on his show. This is back when he had uh, the 5 o'clock show on Fox News Channel, where he's talking about how he deliberately would leave his driver 
out in front of the Fox News building uh, with his car idling, with like a, a big monster SUV idling in order to screw over the climate. Right. And then there- I, I, I just don't get it. This is, I remember I, this is when I realized that they were completely amoral. Yeah. Back when they, like in 2004 or something, when I first, when they really started going after environmentalists. And I was like, what is the, like, you're just like, oh, let's shit the nest for spite and make it uninhabitable for everybody. Yeah. It, it just, it, mm-hmm. it Yep. You know, fuck these fucking fuckers. <laughs> fucking fuck them in their asses. By the way, we're well past 2.30 Eastern time and yeah, still no Merrick I've got Garland. NBC on my computer and he hasn't come to the yeah. uh, lectern yet. So we're killing time until Merrick Garland steps forward and <laughs> says something. Merrick Garland, please, please. So we don't do a three-hour show today. We've got lives to lead. Uh, I'm I'll- looking at Barb McQuaid talking right now and there's an empty uh, lectern with the American flag and then something some other flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just noticed... a fine I, segue. We can go to the after... I mean, the... Um, the Shadow <laughs> Docket. Shadow Docket, Shadow yeah. docket yeah. now. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> I'll just add this. So long, Maybe, people of the future. I hope you enjoyed Merrick Ireland's address. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to bail out just yet, but here, one more story to add to the mix here. This just came down. Salt Lake County uh, Council member Dave Alvord says unborn babies are not part of a mother's body because the umbilical cord and placenta do not connect directly to the woman. That would be Mm. interesting for him to see, um, say, a a fetus with its umbilical cord and placenta removed from said host body to see how long that survives. (laughs) God damn I just want to know where these people took high school biology. They didn't. I mean, it just blows me away that there's just, they're, they're, I mean, but like, I mean, you're presumably a straight guy. Yeah. You should know more about no. women's Boys. reproductive parts than I do, and you do not. No, they don't. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like okay. they've never seen a movie where they cut the umbilical cord <laughs> so the baby can be separated from its mother once it's born. Yes. How the fuck does he think the babies get the nutrition through the umbilical cord into the uh, thing? They order in. And it's delivered up the hoo-ha. <laughs> they order DoorDash. Of course they, they do. Exactly. They order yeah. Instacart hoo-ha or whatever. Dash. <laughs> you know, and, and she just she just shoves it on up in there right. all the way through her cervix to get into the, the uterus, by the way, because there's the vajayjay. Yeah. And that's just the entryway. See, now I'm messing with the universe. To go. I, I'm messing with the universe at this point. The universe wants us to end the show so that Merrick Garland can finally can step out and yeah. say something. He's still not there. He's still not standing there. We've got four people on NBC just filling time. Their producers yeah. are doing that international sign for stretch. Right. He might say nothing. I He's don't know. He's probably just going to announce that the FBI and the Department of Justice does not talk about ongoing investigations. Yes! No. <laughs> when you do that, I totally picture. Now it's Kermit's the guy. Song. Now I'm thinking the be- the bell on um, uh, Better Call Saul that you have now lost the ability to speak, <laughs> and you're just dinging yes, 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 yes. Oh, here's something that I can mention here before we, as we stall for time, waiting for Merrick Garland. <laughs> uh, according to a USA Today poll, 70 percent of Americans say they support using a ballot measure to decide abortion rights in their state. I. <laughs> We've been talking about ballot measures since the uh, since maybe before the Power to the decision. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. F- 54% said they would vote in favor of making abortion legal if there were a ballot measure. So get on it. 
get the signatures, get those ballot measures going because they will pass. Kansas is, uh, you know, the bellwether for all of that shit. Bellwether for the midterms too. All right, I'm done waiting for Merrick Garland, so fuck it. We're going to wrap up the show Have a good here. weekend, folks. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for downloading my song. So now he's making his way to the podium. <laughs> he's almost there. As no, we play uh, the music. Uh, Is he? He's still not uh, there. Really? There's a lovely little, there's a woman in front <clears throat> of uh, the, the lectern in a little purpley pinky kind of dress, and she's chatting with somebody else, and she looks like she's 12, but I'm sure she's in her 20s. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm seeing right now. And she's <clears throat> having a grand old time. She's not masked up. She should wear a mask. Yeah, um, yeah. But she's inside. Okay, well, uh, people of the future, uh, I hope you enjoyed Merrick Garland's remarks today because we haven't seen them <laughs> as yet. much as we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But coming up on the Shadow Docket, maybe something about Merrick Garland's remarks. Uh, also, we're going to talk about um, Stephen Crowder and what to do if you're approached by Stephen Crowder. We all know who podcaster Stephen Crowder is. He's a He's got the one of the world's greatest punch me faces. <laughs> it's a but joke. Don't do I don't that. mean we should punch Stephen. I'm no, not saying no, punch. No, we do Steven. not condone that. No, we do Just not. Just play dead and hope that he will sense the awkwardness and retreat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he said Monday after the uh, FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, he said that uh, sleep well. Tomorrow is war. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Stephen Crowder's war and, and what to do if you're ever approached by Stephen Crowder. That's coming up on the Shadow Docket Plus. Uh, oh, we've got like not one, not two, but three or more pandemics on the horizon. Yay! Woo-hoo! Fun! Fun. So much fun. Uh, plus a lot of other stuff. Some good news here in the mix as well. Some Biden news. Some other news. $5 a month. That's all it takes. $5 a month, you get the Shadow Docket. That's our bonus show. It's actually Act 3 of our Tuesday and, and Thursday shows. Yeah. Yes, we're naked. <laughs> yes, and we've all got a big plate of dog penis. <laughs> Ronnie's got a whole plate of dog penis. <laughs> I ate so much. like, amateur, I had three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I have my dog penis supersized. Oh, my God, both of you. <laughs> Let's get out of here, guys. Okay, Come Shadow Docket. Coming up next, Patreon page, bobsuskashow.com. Sign up for $5 a month. The fun and frivolity in politics continues. Yeah, don't miss out. bobsuskashow.com. Get going. I don't see you going. I don't see you doing it. You're not clicking anything yet. Get clicking. Sign up. All right, see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.